0: Off the bench for the now here comes the Hello all. Welcome to another episode of uh, First Off the Bench, Hockey Circles. My guest today played uh, 900 games in the NHL, amassed over 500 points, 99 fights, had <laughs> uh, 20, uh, or uh, sorry, seven seasons of 20 goals or more, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, also one forced on the Cups. So my mm-hmm. pleasure to welcome Mr. Bob Nystrom. Thank you so much for doing this. You know what? It's absolutely my pleasure. Cheers. Cheers. It's yeah, good to have no you. question about it. Yeah. Um, we're uh, lucky enough to be here for the uh, third annual, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Islanders alumni, graciously put on by uh, John Ladaky and Scott Malkin and crew. So very excited. So thanks, very exciting. Thanks for making the time.
1: Well, you know what? It's my pleasure. I always uh, love coming to these events, and, you know, there seems to be more and more guys coming in you know yeah which is great because you know many of them i haven't seen for a, a long period of time yeah yeah it's so amazing even enjoyable. Uh,
0: Even though you you know you, you played with guys for so long you might not see them in 20 <clears throat> or 30 years sometimes but exactly yeah uh well let's uh, get into a little bit about you um probably the prototypical north american type of player but you were actually born in stockholm I was as a matter of fact, yeah. Very
1: cool. Interesting enough I uh, and I can I never really got a good answer from my dad as to why he decided to (laughs) go to Canada. (laughs) (laughs) No, he was actually a policeman in Stockholm and he just really wanted to, you know, kinda move on to something different. He wanted a little bit of adventure and they moved out to a little town called Hinton, Alberta and you know what he went to work in the pulp mill and Needless to say, everything
0: froze there, so I started playing hockey. That yeah, makes sense. Makes yeah, that's sense. the truth, right? So, did you play your minor hockey right in Hinton then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. It's funny.
1: Uh, just saw uh, Scatcherd walk in, and yeah. he's from Hinton also. So, but he, he was much after me. Yeah. Yeah. I started to play, and and you know, initially it's uh, they they built the pulp mill, and the pulp mill put in an outdoor rink, you know. And yeah. So for the, quite a bit of the. A youth hockey. I was playing on a you know open rink. And yeah. My parents were standing on the side and like you know fifteen below thermos. And, yeah. <laughs> but then they built an arena uh, for us in town, and you know I mean it went from fifteen hundred people I think to forty five hundred people. And okay. Yeah, it was a beautiful arena. It was just a great experience for me. Nice,
0: nice. And then uh, you went on, you actually played for the Kelowna Rockets in the BCJHL, yeah, right? And then yeah. uh, Calgary Centennials in the Western League. And, exactly. Yeah.
1: I, I um, You know, it's interesting, and I always tell this story, and you know, uh, everyone deserves a break. And so the reason that I got a chance to go out and try up for Kamloops and Calgary was because one of the guys in uh, the neighboring town, Jasper, had made a phone call for me, you know? Oh, okay. And he had suggested, you know, he called the Calgary Centennials. He said, you should maybe come and take a look at this kid. Yeah. And so I left home and went down to Kamloops. I didn't, you know, make the Calgary team. They they put me down in Kamloops and, you know, just had a great experience there. And then the following year, I was able to to go up and play in Calgary with a whole group of guys that ended up in the uh,
0: NHL. I was going to ask uh, some of the other guys on those teams that... uh... Yeah, Jimmy Watson, who played for Philadelphia, Um, Jimmy
1: McMasters. Okay. Yeah, he played in the World Hockey League. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, a few guys that I played against that that ended up being with the Islanders and... Uh, Gary Hout and a few of those yeah, boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: Very nice. Very a couple nice. Couple of tough guys. There's a few tough guys came out of that area. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No question Western about League it. in general, you know, it's uh, you know known to, especially back in those days, seventies, eighties. Oh man,
1: it was pretty tough. Yeah, it was pretty tough hockey. Yeah. I, I kind of laugh about that. It's uh, I can't. Some of the fights and some of the things that happened during the course yeah. of the, uh, my my three years in junior hockey, it was. Definitely not an easy. go. Yeah, it's you know? a learning like I, experience. <laughs> just as an example, Scotty Monroe, who coached us in Calgary, yeah, you know, like, and you know what it's like in in the Western Canada. It's like freezing cold. There's a lot of snow, and he would stop half a mile from the rink and make us walk there, right? So yeah. here we are. We're supposed to be a little bit dressed up, and we're walking through snow drifts up to your about your knees, and and by the time you got to the rink, you had to dig through all the uh, the frozen
0: underwear that you had to put on yeah, before played. yeah that was always a treat coming especially if you're on the road and you're going through the mountain passes and everything's oh frozen gosh. solid yeah, yeah. Was, that was awesome <laughs> no question yeah. about it yeah um yeah so i mean you know you you grew up playing the game hmm. tough now had you always had that sort of mentality within you i mean i know i've heard and i don't think he'd mind because i've heard him tell the story but uh Uh, Clark Gillies was telling the story about you know after his first fight with Ben Wilson and he was a little hesitant for a little while and then uh, uh, you guys were going to be playing them and the next night or something this was about a year later I think yeah and you kind of just said hey is there anybody that's kind of maybe in your kitchen a little Mm -hmm, bit you know mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and, uh, brought out that you know, it'd be a good time to take care of that, and uh, you know, he went out and had had the second tilt, and yeah, but that, I mean, that was that, funny.
1: I was on him all. Well, we were walking for yeah. some reason. We were dro- walking back to the hotel from Boston, and the conversation—that's where it happened, right? And so I, I was his roommate, so I, yeah. I was on him the whole time. I yeah. was just, you know, oh, you got to do it. You got it out, and we get getting dressed in the locker room. Come on, you got to again, know. And he, he, he did it. Yeah. And you know no, what? He
0: said every time he turned around, you were there like, tonight, right? Tonight. Yeah. The, <laughs>
1: but but I you know do, what? That, that's, that, that's kind of the thing that we had with the team, you know? Like, we just had the ability to talk to each other. And, and you know, sometimes you could sense a guy who's in a slump and stuff like yeah. that. So, you know, he wanted to go out and talk. But, no, I, I, I had my first fight. A kid broke my glasses. No kidding. Yeah. First fight, and you know, I was playing in Kamloops, and uh, you know, so I mean, I think I I made eighty dollars or something like that a month. Yeah. And and so my glasses cost cost me like forty, and I was just so pissed off. Excuse me, I'm sorry. No, I was no, so hey, aggravated. No. no. <laughs> and I fought this guy, and from that point on, you know, like I didn't let anyone em- embarrass me. Yeah. You no, know, yeah. that was kind of my rule is I'm not
0: going to go out and look for a fight, but no one's going to embarrass me. Yeah. Well, and that, uh, I mean, that obviously served you well through the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, you were known as sort of the prototypical North American guy, tough, skilled, mm-hmm. just, you know, mean when you need yeah. to be. <laughs> but that really, with, with that team that you guys had like you're saying you know you you had to have that trust between guys Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. you could have a conversation like that and that shows on the ice when you actually know someone's got your back right no doubt about
1: it it's um and that's one one of the things that that we had as a team we we had toughness yeah and and even you know like i look at bossy and and trache and and some of the defensemen you know like uh stefan and you know even though they weren't fighters you know what they take some punishment and come back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, they they
0: played tough. exactly. Yeah,
1: exactly yeah. But we did try to take care of them and you know needless to say Clark was a big part of that with Tosh and boss You know he kind of looked at somebody and you know, snarled a at of a little bit and Yeah, they'd, they'd lay low, you know, so
0: Oh, I remember the watching the fight I think the first time I saw it with with Clark and Dave Hoyta. Yeah, and it was yeah. just like that's one big man on a mission And you now yeah. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah but, uh, Who didn't fight Dave Oyda? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, fast forward to, you know, you started in 72, and mm-hmm. then now you're in the playoffs in 80, game six, OT against Philly, mm-hmm. and uh, OT winner. Um, I, I also heard a story that you were somewhat fresh in that later in the game. Because <laughs> yes, I was. It was about you'd that. actually had a few pims early in the game and had a, had a pretty good rest yeah. up to that point. Can you... Well, mm-hmm. you know, what?
1: I actually, um, yeah, I, I spent quite a bit of time in the penalty box that night, you know, that afternoon, I should say. But, yeah, you know, it's interesting because, um, you know, Kenny Moore kind of got involved in something and, and so with Bob Kelly. And so I went in and got into that fight and. Then after that, uh, Mel Bridgman, who we, we just, for some reason, didn't like each other. And I met him off the ice. He's a super nice guy. The next day, the next game, we fought again. But yeah. we got into a little bit of the thing. So I got a 10-minute misconduct. And so, yeah, I was definitely a little fresher than the rest of the guys, that's for sure. Yeah,
0: but, yeah. Well, it uh, was quite, uh, worked out quite well. Cause, no kidding, right? Know, fresh legs starting to the to the, the goal post there. And yeah, no question then.
1: about it. You know, it's funny. I just uh, told the story about that. Uh, Johnny T. and I used to practice that every practice. Two-on-twos, two-on-twos. You just hated them, too, because, you know, they, they knew exactly what we were going to do, our teammates. You yeah. know? And So we never scored a goal. But but Johnny T. got such a bite from Daly. Daly bit on him, and he came across with him, right? Yeah. So I, I, I just crisscrossed and just went to the net as hard as I could. Yeah. And Johnny T. just... I mean, it hit me with a, just a perfect pass. Yeah. And I just deflected it in. You know, I didn't even think about shooting it or anything like that. Just get just a stick deflected. on it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right.
0: Now, when you guys were doing that in practice, all, was it always you that had to go to the net harder?
1: <laughs> no, no, every once in a while, every once in a while, he 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 would go. But, you know, we were just not successful against our defensemen, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it was late in the game, too, you know. I mean, we would already played, you know, three periods. and. Yeah. Well, some of their defensemen yeah. were a little tired too, but yeah daily came up on them. Yeah, just allowed me to just sneak in behind. Yeah, so And now, a When
0: you scored that, did you, you know, right at the moment, kind of realize, hey, I just got the OT winner? Like everybody swarmed yeah. you, and you're just yeah. celebrating. but yeah. When did it kind of hit you that that was? You, you know, a couple of days later, really. Yeah. You know, like. Uh,
1: it's interesting and one of the things that happened you know because I scored I never got a chance to touch the cup on the ice oh really so the next year I was absolutely right there first guy yeah (laughs) but no it was um, I don't think we really realized until you know like a few days later yeah that we were the Stanley Cup champions you know Uh, something that we strive for and yet uh you know that that night we I mean we we stayed out and we, we went over to the Bill Torrey's house for a while and then went out and you know we, we were
0: just kind of in disbelief yeah yeah uh, it's, uh, I mean the first first one you know mm-hmm. and then you went on obviously to win the four you mm-hmm. guys won 19 straight playoff series like yeah that's uh, that first one had to be pretty surreal you know yeah well oh, no question about it yeah uh, I
1: Based on you know the way that the league is now, I just don't think that anybody is going to be able to duplicate that. No, it's it's set up for for yeah. more parity and exactly right, yeah. exactly right. Yeah. I mean i i i watched the playoffs last year, and there there was as as exciting as uh, I mean anything. I mean the, the yeah. players nowadays are bigger, faster, stronger, and the, the talent level is is incredible. But the intensity in in the playoffs is just. I think it's just great to watch. Yeah, the, I was so happy for St. Louis. You know. Yeah,
0: well, and I have played briefly with with Craig right, Brubee and right. New West, and you know, just to see what he was able to do. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously oh those God. guys bought into it, but to see what he was able to do with that mm-hmm. team, that was that was cool. Oh man, very I, cool. You know what? I got
1: a lot of respect for him. I mean, he's a tough guy, and yeah. you know, I'm sure he was a little bit of a taskmaster. But uh, they, they, I mean, bounced right back from being, you know, in a dismal
0: position. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and I think the way that they handled a couple of the, you know, the adversities there when mm-hmm. he just said, you know, they, we're not going to use it as an excuse. It's done. Forget it. We're moving on. Like mm-hmm. okay. There was mm-hmm. no, well, yeah, you know, feel sorry for ourselves. Mm-hmm. It was, it, you know, I don't yeah, think he was allowing
1: that. Right. No, I wouldn't contradict I wouldn't contradict him. <laughs> no, 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 he's a
0: pretty tough boy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, some of the coolest nicknames that I've seen, you know, Thor yeah is your middle name I mean did yeah. you did yeah. you use that as a pickup line when you were a kid like that's no <laughs> no you know I, it's so funny that,
1: you know my dad's name is Thor and okay. you know, my I was Thor Robert and I don't you know even know I got Bob but uh, no there, there's some pretty interesting um, like like my, my son's name is Eric Thor yeah and his my grandson is Tristan Thor you know, nice to him. So. Very cool. Oh, hopefully he'll be a player also.
0: Yeah, no, that's cool. We'll, we'll touch on Eric in a little bit too because that's, that's got to be a, a, oh, man. a proud, uh, proud. Well, well, touch on it now. Let's we'll talk about it now. You brought yeah. it up. <laughs> uh, you know, he obviously never got any games for the Islanders, which would mm-hmm. have been very special, but right. how cool was it for, for you to see him You know, have the career that he did? Uh, it, it was great. You know, I, I think...
1: You know, that that saying is so true, you know, you're only as happy as your unhappiest child. And, um, you know, Eric, all the kids on Long Island that made it to the pros, yeah, they had to work extra hard. They really did. You know, it's not like living in Canada where you can go out on the, you know, a pond and, and just play, you know, things yeah, like that. It just wasn't like ranks, that. Everything's know, organized, yeah. you know, and and so these kids, they, 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 they really had to, to work. And Eric, uh, I have to say that you know, initially when I introduced him to hockey, and I was still with the Islanders, you know, like he wasn't really all that interested. But yeah. then a couple of his friends started to play, and now you can tell your kid likes it when five o'clock in the morning with youth hockey, wake up. Yeah, and he yeah. popped out of bed and he would start going, and he, he busted his rear end. It was so great to, to see him get drafted. I mean, that was a proud moment yeah. for a, a whole family.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that must have been something, and. Um you know i guess the only thing cooler you know thinking about it is you do have an award named after you with the islanders in right. 91 they started presenting the Bob Nyström Award, and uh, I know there's several. I mean, looking at the list on there, right from Brent Sutter, I think was a first winner. Mm-hmm. Matt Martin won it five years mm-hmm. in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would have been very cool. I think he was a type of player that had he been on the team, yeah. Yeah. you know, that would have been uh, been pretty cool. But obviously, the the work ethic, the the team mentality, obviously yeah. that that followed with him. He, he yeah was no, that I, type of player as well.
1: Yeah, I I, I think that he he was a uh he was a hard-working, honest hockey player. Yep. That's the best way I can describe it—an yeah. honest hockey. Oh, player. what more can you ask for? Yeah, you know, especially yeah. teammate. And- no, you know what he? Uh, and I, I think that that's you know a good title. You know, from the standpoint, of, you know, he, he he defended his teammates and he played hard every night. And you know, he uh, he had a fine career. Yeah, you know? I was just so proud of him. You know, he he bounced around a little bit, but you know that's a, the way the the world nowadays, and you know, to every team that he
0: played on, he brought the same effort and work, yeah. you know, work ethic. Well, you're one of the the few guys, especially with the type of career you had. But you're one of the few guys that played all your games with one organization. Mm-hmm. You played mm-hmm. all 900 with the Islanders. So you know, mm-hmm. like you said, he bounced around a bit, but that's that's just the yeah. game now. Yeah, oh, no, it is definitely, yeah. definitely is.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's the greatest game in the world. Yeah. It definitely is, you know, and to have the opportunity to play pro, um, you know, it's really a thrill. Yeah. And and, and needless to say, you have to work to get there.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Getting back to the the physical side of things for a bit because obviously mm. that was uh, you know, that was a big part of your game mm-hmm. Was there anybody that that you actually I know you said, you know on the ICU and Mel Always seemed to butt oh. heads but I don't, Was He's there a anybody, nice guy. Yeah, but <laughs> was there anybody that you know, you actually you kind of looked forward to to fighting not necessarily from a personal standpoint but just you always you always did well or you, you know it was always a big game or
1: no you know what i i never really thought of that and and you know i, I wasn't really much of a talker yeah um, you know but but you know for me my 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 real rule was you know if someone was doing something to one of my teammates or something like that or if someone embarrassed me with a bad hit and stuff like right. that yeah. All I really wanted was respect from the guy that I was playing against. And if they disrespected you, then, you know, I yeah. I had to kind of gain on. But, you know, I hey, listen, it's not as if I didn't fear some people out there, you know, too, you know. I mean, guys that that were were just fighters. I mean, there was a couple of tough boys there that yeah. I I,
0: I have to think about using my stick (laughs) well and and and, i mean back in that day too the fact that it wasn't always a one-on-one thing and there there were guys that were you know they they weren't afraid to you know take advantage of a situation so you know that that does play into your head i'm sure and like who were some of the guys that um you know that you really respected as as you know as more of a fighter not necessarily a you know, someone that was a little across the line, but just some of right. the guys that you really respected as as fighters.
1: Well, you know, I, I'm gonna, you know, like I, I think of Philadelphia. You know, like I mean, one of the one of the real good guys. You know, like and he was tough. Is Holmgren. Yeah. And yet he played a game that that you know he'd come over if I hit someone maybe a little out of line. You know, he'd say, Hey, Bob. You know, just you know, uh, watch yourself. And same thing with Rick Tockett. You know, the, those are two right wingers, and yeah. you know, guys that I I really respected. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys around the league that, you know, uh, I I definitely thought about. You know, and and, and some of them were, were were tougher, but others were just you know they were policing their and, yeah yeah, you know. But, oh, my God, in those days, the, the fights, there was just a, a ton of
0: them. Yeah. No, it was uh, a different, a uh, very different game, I think, in mm-hmm. all respects. Yeah, you know, without it a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. There's not that much fighting now. And,
1: you know, like, people always ask me, you know, why, why did you guys fight? And, and, and the classic answer I give them is I said, if someone's reaching into your pocket and taking your wallet or your money, what would you do? Would you back off, or would you fight for it? And that's exactly what was going on on the ice. Yeah, is that I, I'm trying to beat you because you know that's my living. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it, it's the most chivalrous game in, the, in 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 the world, I think, yeah. because you know you you def, you defend your your re, little spot, and you know someone does something, you drop your stick and drop your gloves, and you fight it out. Yeah. So.
0: Well, and, uh, you know, like you said, I, I think probably the majority of your fights would come from that exact thing. You're taking yep. care of a teammate, you yep. know. No doubt. Questionable, cheap shot, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of guys went out of their way to, to provoke you, you know. Yeah. I mean, no, you know what? Some days I just had a bad meal. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So some of the stuff you're involved in now, I know you're you're working with the or, or have worked with the Joe Namath um, Concussion mm-hmm. uh, Institute. Yeah, research. Yeah. Can you share a little bit about how you got involved in that and what you're doing? And well, it's a pretty it, big it, subject now.
1: Yeah, you know what? It's um, it, it really comes from having so many concussions. I mean, yeah. I I really definitely am am starting to struggle a little bit with memory and. Yeah. You know it's 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 upsetting and you know so the the folks that over at NYIT uh, they, they came to me and they said when they, they were going to start a you know concussion research center yeah and you know they, they do testing we actually did a little bit of a, t- of a test with some of the alumni and uh, then we hold a, a whole you know number of, of fundraisers and and you no, know, Joe Namath came in. A whole bunch of the football players came in and told their stories. And right, I, it was absolutely shocking to hear some of these football players. Yeah. you know, like I mean, they're out on their feet and they're still playing. You know what I mean? So you know, we just try to help out. And in, in you know, there's a lot of teams that that you know are, and it it kind of is football that that we're looking at. You know some of these kids are out with the worst helmet that you could possibly buy right and they're 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 getting two to three concussions a year and so we're trying to help out in that respect because it's it's so prevalent i mean women's soccer football ice hockey um, and, and ice hockey has made some major steps in controlling it, you know, mm-hmm. where they, they've got someone watching during a game, you know, like if someone gets a bad hit, yeah. then they're, they're, they're taken out of the game. So, you know, it, it's, it's come a long ways. And, you know, so many of the, the guys have been really helpful. And you know, like I had Clark Gillies, Pat LaFontaine, who is another a guy that, that has, you know, his career ended yeah. because of concussions. Yeah. Uh, we had a few guys that, that, that came out and talked about their own situation.
0: Oh, that's great. I mean, it's the, the amount of awareness now in hockey is much better than it was, but oh. the amount of guys, you know, even former players that I played with and everything, there's uh, stuff that, you know, all the physical stuff, we kind of we signed out for that. But yeah, yeah. The other stuff is uh, is like you said, very unsettling, and a lot of guys are, are dealing with it. So you know, it's yeah. great that you're you're involved with those guys. And
1: no, it's it's definitely an issue. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've talked to a few of my teammates, and you know, they've told me that uh, they're they're definitely struggling. And I know that there was a lawsuit that was brought about, but you know, the damage is done. Yeah and and the only thing that you can do is is correct it yeah. uh and the best way to correct it is to protect the players both by the uh you know like suspensions and things like that for dirty hits mm-hmm. and then you know improving the the, the equipment you know yeah. the
0: helmets yeah no it's uh, it, it's going the right direction with I, the I agree anyway i agree you know and, and
1: you know what it's not as much you know, you look at the, at the 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 guys that were real fighters. You know, and you hear stories about them passing away. You know, and
0: you know, uh, or taking their life. I mean, yeah, that that's an issue. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's the ultimate uh, the, the ultimate problem or, or yeah. whatever with yeah. it. It's, it's not just little little things here and there. It's, no, uh, no. Yeah, I mean, you want people to play the game,
1: you know. Yeah. And if parents, you know, like they they've got that feel on about football now, like many, you know, people won't allow their kids to play football. But you know, hockey is a different world. I mean, it can be controlled quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I mean, you're not going like this head to head. You know, you you can hit a guy, you know, like on the boards and stuff like that. But you know, you, you just gotta be. Al Arbor, his favorite saying was, "You got to treat the other player like it's your brother playing against you." So, hey,
0: brothers fight, yep, yeah. but they're not trying to kill each other. Yeah, I think that's that's the line where you know it's uh, it's important to remember that. I think a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of times back in the day that that line was a little blurred. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say so, yeah. yeah but uh no that's it's yeah it's good to see them again being more proactive i mean we both know guys that have you know probably with ourselves too where you you get your bell rung back in the day yeah, you don't okay. even know who you are and you're back out there and you know
1: that's uh, there, there was times where i i could barely see the puck because my eyes were flashing so yeah, bad. yeah yeah yeah, yeah crazy stuff smell of salts oh you're fine oh, yeah. you're fine, yeah. you're fine. get those. out there <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: no kidding wake up get out yeah, no, no kidding yeah um, any other charity stuff that you're really involved in you, you
1: know what I, I really you know I was asked many times to start a charity mm-hmm. but you know Clark Gillies has his his foundation yeah you know Patty LaFontaine has his and uh, Stevie Webb has his and I just felt that you know there's a lot going on, and, yeah, and let me just support them and yep. go to their events and things like that. I mean, you know, there's only so much money to go around, so you know, like if everyone starts a charity, you know, like it's going to be little bits. Yeah, those guys have done tremendous work. Yeah, uh, Clarky Boy and and Patty with Companions and Courage and Stevie with the SW. You know, it's.
0: Great stuff. No, I'm I mean, just just being involved in supporting those. Is like you yeah. said. I mean, you can't. Not everybody can start up a foundation and it'd be counterproductive. So it's. Uh, no, that's very it, true. It, and I, I, did,
1: I did as much as I could. You know, yeah. like I, uh, I, there, there were so many different things. March of Dimes. I mean, I, I, I got involved in in a lot of them, and I, I absolutely
0: loved it. Yeah. No, it's it's, yeah. uh, and I think you know, for the most part. I mean, I can't speak. To, for other sports, but I know hockey. A lot of guys do really yeah. try and and do as much as they can, and and uh, especially you know back in 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 the day sort of thing, it wasn't really as as. Uh, um, you know out there in the media mm-hmm. that, that guys were that involved. Yeah, but i know yeah. you know guys in your area you guys oh, gosh, were out, yeah out, we had a ton of guys yeah know, a lot of times coaches you know they had it had it lined up where you're well at least in junior with ernie mcclain yeah. and stuff yeah like, yeah yeah. we you're ernie. going to do this after practice and as, there yeah. was no listen or buts you're going to this you know to help these yeah. people or whatever and it's good you know it makes yeah. you it makes that's the way al was yeah al said those
1: people are the people that pay your salary yeah and you better get out in the community and help them and do whatever you can for them.
0: Yeah. So. Well, and that, uh, that translated into a, a team that really had that same attitude yeah. on no, and off. Without the a day, doubt. So. Yeah. Well, Bobby it has been great chatting. Um, I really appreciate it. It's, it's such an honor to, to see you, but even to, you know, to, to yeah. get you to come on and talk is really cool. So it's my pleasure. Really. I enjoy it a lot. You know, you've,
1: got the right idea here to get, uh, you know, individuals or old players, yep. you know, uh, no. talking about some of their experiences. And if we can give a little bit of, of a push to the kids to, to get out there and do it. it yeah, that, that's great.
0: Yeah. No, I know a lot of a uh, lot of the people that I'd, I'd uh, mentioned that I might be able to sit on with you were pretty excited. So you had, Yeah, well, uh, that's great. It's uh, very very yeah. cool that you just came get on. this back
1: to Hinton, alberta yeah oh yeah no, no no
0: doubt no doubt so um yeah well again thank you so much for being on first off the bench and uh you know it's, what it's great good luck with it cheers thank All you very right. much and uh okay guys until we see you next time on uh, first off the bench this is uh mike mcwilliam and mr bob Nystrom signing off thanks for coming see you next time <laughs>